Nexus at night. It took me seven tries to beat Water Blight Ganon, and apparently that's wimpy. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier. And I'm James. Welcome back, James. Uh, and happy Friday, everybody. Sounds right to me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, it's God. yeah. We're releasing the episode on Friday. You know, you know what? We're just gonna pretend the movie magic isn't there. Happy Friday, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah. <laughs> if you listen to our episode on Wednesday, we uh, you know implied this. Uh, everybody is in some form of uh, social distancing or quarantine due to the whole COVID-19 coronavirus thing. So we're just going to kind of tell our stories and how we've been dealing with it all and uh, shooting the shit. Who wants to go first? (laughs) Yeah, so um, I have probably the uh, weirdest tale involving this. So for those who don't know, I work at uh, a university or a college of sorts. (laughs) <laughs> let's say and i teach but i'm not really like i'm not really like a full-time person there i have some other stuff on the side but like there i'm not really full-time but the pay is really good so it's like inefficient for me to work anywhere else mm-hmm. and then with this whole coronavirus thing they were like oh uh well we're shutting down the entire institution and the students are not returning and i'm like well this is awkward uh because the classes that i teach aren't like quote, aren't considered necessary, at least not at the university level. So now I'm like, well, now what the fuck do I do? So I was sitting here last week, like, like thinking like, well, I could not have a job. I have enough to last me a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. But I need like a plan going forward. And I didn't know what to do. I'm thinking here like, well, I could apply to jobs at like, grocery stores i guess because they're hiring and then like other than that i would have no clue what to do yeah um, that could have happened when you say that the students aren't returning do you mean like for the duration of the the for like an extra period of time yeah because they were on spring break when uh it was called so they're saying hey just stay Hmm. home for another like week or so oh okay that's what you mean and then they're gonna return right so they're gonna return like uh, the 28th, I think they said they were going to return, the Friday. Like, yeah, and, yeah, and then they were like, but we won't have any face-to-face classes until further notice. Oof. Oof. So, so what, en- what ended up saving your skin, then? So I got an email yesterday, or today, I guess, that said that they would, they, uh, everyone, well, I got an email, first I got an email yesterday that said everyone who is who wants to work will be able to work. Okay. Which is great for me. Cause that means mm-hmm. like I will be doing something and we're going to do like basically like remote tutoring and classes. Okay. Okay. So you have to figure out an online curriculum now. Well, not quite an online curriculum. Cause again, I'm doing like tutoring, right? Mm-hmm. So I just need to be at like Google meet or whatever. Okay. So and just have them you just like, kind of have click the link show up. Yeah, so you just kind of have some appointment blocks, and you give them a, a Google link, and they just click on it to call you. That's correct. All right. Okay. So, have you ever like taught like that before, where you're just kind of yelling into a camera? Nope, sure haven't. Um, I don't know if this helps, but I used to when when we were still at UC Riverside, I occasionally was on this comedy show called Dope Fades, where it was done through Skype. And they would, they would, you would get an image of the audience, but you couldn't hear them. And they were just like, okay, you get however many minutes you're doing, and you just do your jokes into a Skype camera. And you kind of have to, like, watch the audience and and gauge for laughter that way. Obviously, this is not the same as teaching into a voice. But it's so weird, because, like, every time I went on there, I would do it without pants on, because why wouldn't you? And be like, guys, I'm not wearing any pants, holy shit, you know, that kind of thing. And it, it's a very different experience to go from, like, the physical feedback of people taking notes, in your case, or laughing, in my case, to yelling at yeah. a camera and be like, I really hope they're getting this like, right now. Like, what if the feed is garbled, right? What if my <laughs> internet cuts out? But you'll, yeah, you'll honestly, after a while, you kind of just have to be like, all right, I'm just going to assume it's working and hope that it is that way. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, 
in in the case of teaching, it's not like you have to, uh, you know, like crush or whatever. You just have to get information across. Not, yes. I'm not trying to make it sound easy, but just the, like, it's. I understand what you mean. Yeah. So, uh, it'll be a little weird at first, but you'll get used to it. <laughs> I certainly hope so. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. How are you dealing with the boredom at home? Otherwise, uh, I, well, I play a lot of Final Fantasy, so. There we go. (laughs) My home schedule has not changed at all. (laughs) I just play a whole lot of Final Fantasy XIV. Still playing a whole lot of Final Fantasy XIV. So, how many hours of farming? How many hours of grinding? How many hours of raiding? Okay, well, I'm 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 still haven't completed the raid tier because I'm bad at this video game. And we're week five. I still didn't hit. I still didn't hit level cap. I'm really bad at this video. <laughs> yeah. So eventually, I just did my reclears to, to, uh, right before recording, uh, and I was like, "Well, yeah." So I, I just keep playing this video game and keep like trying to complete clear this fight so I can be done with the raid tier and try to be best in slot for who knows what reason. And now I want to learn to play a different jobs. So I've been you know spending a quite a bit of time playing Final Fantasy 14. And then doing some other stuff on the side, just kind of for fun. But, uh, yeah, mostly my schedule hasn't changed very much. As sad as it is to say. I really want to hit level cap. Fucking the same. story seems really good. It's I was like, really invested. I was really invested until, like, school got too busy. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel so bad for that one guy. Uh, the, the dead guy who follows you around the whole time. And I don't even know his backstory. <laughs> or like the from the previous expansions. Oh, I, oh, like, I, I, I was just saying. I know you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I forgot his name, but he he seems like a cool dude. But I, but he didn't try to kill me in the previous expansion because I didn't do that content. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, he, he's he's innocent if he never tried, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Uh, I guess I can go next, because San Francisco has actually issued a shelter-in-place order, not that anyone's actually like, following it. Like, actually in a bubble now. Yeah. Wait, when, Although, you, say, when, when you say shelter-in-place, like, you're not supposed to leave your home for anything, or...? Like, not, you're not supposed to leave except for essentials, like doctor's appointments and grocery shopping, but apparently people were still just hanging out at Embarcadero earlier, and people... And CNN was blasting the city for it. Makes sense. The <laughs> speaking of CNN, did you did you ever see that uh, that video where it, it was like a CNN reporter outside of a grocery store covering like all the the runs on it, right? Like the lines are you know through the parking lot and people are like running for toilet paper, blah blah blah. And as she's talking, a guy's walking by with his stuff, and then he stops, turns around, and goes, "This is your fault." We're freaking out because you told us to freak out. Go fuck yourself and just like lays into this woman. <laughs> she she just kind of stands there That's and so takes great. it because what else are you gonna do? And then that he just stomps off. Yeah, I. That guy's a get, hero. Yeah, that that guy. Not all heroes wear capes, you know. <laughs> Sorry, get I interrupted. Continue, Rupert. <laughs> CNN was yeah, blasting so... the city. This past week, yeah, so CNN was apparently, I didn't see this personally, I just saw it on Twitter because people were still just hanging out on Embarcadero, even though we're supposed to be sheltering right now. But, yeah, this past week for me has just been hoarding because my parents have been kind of panicking. I feel like it's more of a response panic to everybody else, panic hoarding everything, where it's like, well, if everyone else is going to run out and buy all the toilet paper, then we have to do that. Otherwise, we won't have toilet paper anymore. That's how that works, I think, because panic. Yeah. And so, like, the last week was my parents going to Costco, just trying to hoard as much stuff as they can, and then, like, yesterday we found out about the shelter-in-place order, so my ass got dragged around for four hours to three different stores to buy groceries. Wait, wouldn't, wouldn't that imply that you she, they would want you to stay home while they drag their ass around to four groceries? Am I missing something? No, because well, cause my dad has kidney problems, so he has to stay home to do dialysis. And so he has a hard time getting up and 
he doesn't put in a whole lot of effort into going out, even though my mom's been freaking out. So since he can't drive her everywhere to buy groceries, I'm the next person who can drive. That's what you mean. Okay. Got it. But yeah, my ass got dragged around to three different stores. I spent an hour and a half in line at Ranch 99. Wow. I believe that. Hey, it was you know how you should stay empty. You should stay six feet away from each other at all time. Let's huddle in line to buy to buy shit so we can stay six feet away from each other. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That that picture that we put on the Nexus at Night Twitter with the empty shelf of pasta that's from root beer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah, that was. That was before the shelter-in-place order came out. I was just trying to figure out what to make for dinner that night, and I was like, eh, alright. There's, like, mild hysteria going around. Maybe I should stock up on some dry pasta, because it keeps well. And then I went to the pasta aisle, and it didn't exist. (laughs) Tumbleweed, tumbleweed, tumbleweed. Right? And that's just how it's gonna be, right? Forever. Yeah, and but le- this past week has just been a quest for me to find canned tomatoes to go with the pasta. I finally got some yesterday during my panic hoarding. Um, this is ridiculous. This is this is I mean crazy. Everyone should have like what? What's the what do people say? Two weeks worth of food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I probably have that. But I didn't go. Well, I definitely have that now. And I only wanted to die throughout the experience of acquiring it. Yeah. Uh, it's been a little weird. Um, like, has this affected your home lives at all when it comes to, like, living with, like, your roommates or your relatives or whoever it is you're with? Where nope. You, you, really? Um, I... I already don't get out of the house all that much. The uh, yeah, the said. main thing that's affected for me is just I will. I usually go out for a walk because I get a little restless if I sit around too long. But other than that, I, I haven't mean, it's still, really been all that affected. I was gonna say it's good that you like get out and get some fresh air because it's not like you. Mm-hmm. If you're staying away from people, that's still social distancing. You just, you know, do that. Yeah. Face, FaceTime your friends or have a Skype call podcast with them. That's a that's a good way to get shit done. Yeah, like at Face- night I just game with my friends from UCR, and Tuesdays I hang out with you guys. Tuesdays with Maury. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think that uh, playing Mega Colony is like the uh, the like pinnacle of social distancing, something like that. <laughs> yeah. What? I said. I said. Do you think playing Mega Colony is the pinnacle of social distancing? Mm. It's how long has that, it been since I talked? How long has it been since what? I've talked to how. Um. <laughs> Good question. I, I talked to him a few weeks ago because he had a podcast topic idea, which. I forgot which one it was, but we brought it up during that. Oh, uh, I, I talked to him today. We were talking about G era because we had some people who we got into Vanguard, but they mm-hmm. they started in Standard. But we kind of like talked about G era for a while. Uh, we mm. talked about uh, we talked about uh, Grand Blue and uh, and we talked about Grand Blue Night Rose, and we also talked about Bad Grand Blue Night Rose, aka Harry. <laughs> Yeah, don't yeah, it was, fucking it get was me started. So. Oh, yeah, how got started? Magia is just an inf- is an inferior hollow. Pretty um, much. I mean, so is charge, right? Charge. Yeah. Oh yeah, charge was pretty. At least Magia was... had to be called called by an effect. Yeah. At least Magia, Magia, you got like a lot of. It, although it wasn't super powerful, it was very efficient. Uh, charge was not that efficient as a mechanic itself. Yeah. 
We also talked about good luck that the deck itself was still good. Mm. Altmire looks pretty lit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty great. Yeah, the, uh... I did not understand Slayman's first skill because I hadn't fully read it when I woke up this morning. I like how Royal Paladin... I like how Royal Paladin is Grand Blue also now. Yeah, everything is Grand Blue except Grand Blue. Um, Yeah. So, here, why why don't we read these things? Because we're technically still a Vanguard podcast, so... This way we won't get completely eviscerated. So, uh... Counter-offensive Knight Suleiman is uh, grade 2, 10k. On Vanguard Circle, when placed, look at 7 cards from the top of your deck, call up to 1 card with Alt-Mile and its card named Rear, and shuffle. So now Royals are Golds. And then also on Vanner Rear, when it attacks, you can Soul Blast 1 and return a Rear Guard in another column to your hand, and this unit gets plus 5k until the end of that battle. The Return of Hand thing isn't even really a cost, to be honest. I'm- I mean, it's mostly, so you search the alt-mile, attack with it, attack with Suleiman, bounce it, and then ride the alt-mile next turn. Man, yeah, I can't believe that's... it's just when called and not when called from hand. Yeah. It means it's also, more likely it's... that the uh, the, uh, the other guy's uh, open night. rearguard oh. circle might fucking matter. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, dang. I have egg in my also, face. Also, like, all those bouncy things, it's like... It's like what they did with Brave for Altmile, except Brave is no longer something you have to do, so it's just, like, shield in hand. You're not, like, making up for anything. And Good. also, it, like, helps... It also, like, helps dodge Narakami a bit, which is very nice. Yeah. That's what I was uh, thinking, too. And then Altmile the, stuff the is other, really good right now. The other one was uh, Aerial Divine Knight Altmile, which they didn't fucking show the abs. Come on, Bushiroad. You know, you know what to do. Uh, grade 3, 13k. Oh. <coughs> On Vanguard Circle, if you have no face-up cards in your damage zone, seems to be a pattern, I've noticed. All of your grade 2 units get plus 10,000 power and plus 5,000 shield, and if your soul has a card with Altmile in its card name, those units get plus 1 crit. And then on Vanguard Circle, uh, once per turn, counterblast and soul blast, and call up to 1 grade 2 each from your deck and drop zone to rear and shuffle. So, good shit, yo. <laughs> Mm. Like, it's good, but I personally, Royal Paladin is one of my least favorite clans, so I'm not going to build it. Oh, I'm going to build it just for the abs. That's it. I just have to pray that the upcoming OTT support is going to be good, even though I know it won't. Right now, what we need is good Angel Feather support, for reasons I've explained. (laughs) As As everyone knows... Uh, the planet Cray and our world are connected. So right. right now we're having this whole coronavirus crisis thing. So what that means is that they're having some sort of pandemic crisis over in Cray. And Bushi Road has released very subpar Angel Feather support overall. So the Angel Feather are not properly equipped with proper support to handle this epidemic. And that's why we have the coronavirus right now. <laughs> Fucking got him. <laughs> So it's Bushiroad's fault. They didn't print. They didn't provide Angel Feather with sufficient support. Mm, do I believe it. this? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, sounds sounds plausible. Exactly. Because if they if they I were good it. enough, this wouldn't have happened. That makes sense. Exactly. Uh, the uh, these companies they did not provide enough support for the medical squad. Obviously, so we couldn't handle it. We couldn't contain it. Anyway, yeah. James, how are you? How are you, <laughs> hand, how are you handling this whole thing? Uh, it's pretty awkward for me, for multiple oh, reasons. Number uh, one, I'm diabetic, so I am at risk. Uh, how much at risk? I'm not entirely sure because the coronavirus is interesting because usually diseases hit old people and young people, but it's like almost completely skipped over young people. Um, also, like. Uh, Diabetes represses my immune system, but it also depends a bit on how well I can maintain my blood sugar. So if I maintain it decently, my immune system should still be, like, okay-ish. The big thing is I'm currently in grad school, and um, my university pretty much shut down for, like, a week. 
and it's going to stay shut down for a while, like no classes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm TAing, so we're going to do online classes. I'm going to be like Matt. I'm going to talk into a camera. Um, and the really awkward part is my lab work, because I work in a lab at my school. And I kind of need to get things done so I can graduate, but I kind of can't go in for that long. Especially since it's especially risky since I am diabetic, so I'm at high risk. There are like some days where I have to go into work on stuff. And I actually do want to go into work on stuff to just get my project done. Mm-hmm. But it's just awkward now at this point. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I do want you to stay safe, of course. That would yeah. be... Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Please, please don't die. Also, shout out to my friend Carly, who is also diabetic and... Uh, one of, one of us. One of us. Also, funny, uh, funny, bad taste humor, but it was kind of funny at the time. Uh, when we were having a TA meeting regarding genetics, because that's what I'm TAing for. Uh, like I, we, we were like talking and stuff like that, and I was like, oh, okay, so I'm like at risk because I'm diabetic. And then it turns out that all the other TAs except for one were also at high risk for one reason or another. So we all like we all like turned to the one TA that wasn't a high risk, and we're like, "Hey, if something happens to us, uh, can you take care of all our classes?" <laughs> <laughs> so that's gonna be like that's gonna be like you know like I want to say maybe two hundred two hundred fifty papers you need to grade. Have fun. As, with that. <laughs> as dark as that is, I can just imagine like how many TAs are were there. Uh, there's there? currently, there's currently, uh, five of us, and we okay. have seven classes total. Each All class right. is about, like, 25 people. Okay, so, I just have this mental image of four of you in a hospital room, you're all hooked up to respirators, and you, you just write <laughs> on your little whiteboards, like, suck it, Gary, or whatever his name is, like. <laughs> it's messed up. But, uh, yeah, um, are, are you getting cabin fever at all? Or are you, you handling it okay? What do you mean? Like, staying at home? You... I I used to play World of Warcraft. Got it. Okay. That, <laughs> that explains everything. <laughs> I still go out to, like, eat sometimes. And my yeah. logic behind that kind of is, number one... If I'm gonna die, I might as well die happy. Right. Number two, and this yeah. is actually like the bigger part of it, is uh, if everyone is scrambling to get food from the grocery stores, at least right now, I can at least save some of the stock at home by eating outside in places that are trying to get rid of their food. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And plus, it, it's just like to keep the cabin fever away. That's yeah. true. Oh, but let's talk about the stock market. Oh, God. Uh, Nexus at Night, the stock market podcast. Of course, of course. Got to keep track of those um, reserve list cards. Um, That's magic, though. Um, So my dad is actually, like, a person who plays the stock market a lot and stuff like that. Mine, too. And he is... What? Mine, too. My dad does that, too. Yes. So my dad is kind of, like, in a very interesting mood right now because he's like, holy crap. This is a once in a ten year thing where you can just buy a bunch of stuff for cheap and then make a bunch of money when it's all over. So he said like this kind of stuff happens like once every ten years because because we had a uh, stock market. I don't I don't know if it's a crash, but at least it was some kind of recession in the two thousands. Then we had one in two thousand eight, and now we have one in two thousand twenty. So about every ten years, and he's like, I'm not going to miss this time. So he's kind of happy, kind of happy about that. Capitalism at its best. Yeah. God. Don't even get me started on, like, the government response and, like, okay, you could have a little socialism as a treat. Yeah, yeah and then, right. And then Andrew, then Andrew <clears throat> Yang just, like, looks at them and is like, Really? Really? <laughs> Am I a joke <laughs> to you? And Bernie Sanders is probably still out. going to lose. The oh, yeah. part that pisses me off the most is that the inability for anyone to like 
I actually, I, I don't know. It, there's a, it's it's hard for me to word in a way that's like makes sense, I guess. At least in the context. Doom regardless. It's yeah. uh, it's 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 very annoying. I'll say that. Also, the the Federal Reserve cut is pretty dumb. Or according to my dad, it's very dumb, and it's just going to hurt in the long run. Well, yeah, but it it's, helps rich people right now, and that's all they care about. Yeah. yeah. Well, he says he thinks Trump is going to do it to try and bo- kind of bolster the economy to make it look like he can end his term on a good economy. But then when it inevitably crashes later on, uh, if he's president again, it doesn't matter because he's president. If it's someone else, he's just going to point the figure and say, hey, look, when this person got in, he crashed the economy when it was his decision that did it. Yep. Uh, yeah. My dad was very mad about that, and he was actually somewhat pro-Trump, but that just kind of, like, cut him off. Like, nope, that's stupid. And actually, I can kind of see the effects of the stock market, because I play a mobile game that's only in Japan, but everything is translated into English. And mm-hmm. I recently, like, got <clears throat> something off of it, and, like, the amount of money I had to pay for it was, like, $10 more than it should have been, usually. Which is, like, really huge jump. I've never seen it jump that high before. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, printing more money, cutting interest. In other words, if you have money in your bank account, you're actually going to be losing money. Um, mm-hmm. On top of that, uh, you're also just losing money because they're going to print more money, so all your money is worthless. Yeah. Fun. Just just the Inflation. At least the <clears throat> stock market felt a little better for about uh, thirty minutes. Yeah. yeah, it's like Trump. Trump announced all of his cuts, and the stock market went up. And then he gave his next speech, and then it immediately crashed again. Yeah, and like they had to, uh, they had to like do the trip sensor where it stops trading if it's if it crashes too fast. Oh, yeah, as a breaker, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fortunately, my dad saw this kind of coming, so he invested quite a bit in TVX before it st- everything started coming down. Mm. So he's like his stock his. Uh, investment in stocks is like pretty okay right now. Pretty good. I don't, I don't know how my dad's doing in that regard. I just know that uh, he's he's doing okay. Um, I'm a little worried because both my parents are in their late sixties, uh, and I don't know how good my dad's constitution is. Um, I see, and <laughs> uh, he. Like he, you know, he works out and he's like able to walk around and stuff. But just there, there's like a gut feeling that like I think the wheels are gonna fall off in the next like five years or so. I mean, um, if he can work, if if he can still work out and stuff like that, he should still be fine because exercise increases the effectiveness of your immune system. On top of that, cases of people actually dying from. Uh, people actually dying from the COVID-19, I believe it's usually around the 80s. Around the 60s mm-hmm. is when people start getting more seriously sick, but it's usually around the 80s where people actually start dying. Or it gets mm-hmm. to the point where it's, like, it can be death. Threatening, yeah. Yeah, life-threatening. So your dad, if anything, I think, especially since he does work out, so his, he's probably decently healthy because of that, he should... I think, like, if anything, he might get kind of sick enough to go to the hospital, but his chances of dying are pretty pretty low. Yeah. This is not actual medical advice, though. Like, people listening to this podcast don't actually take me, like, everything to my word, because uh, I'm not that kind of doctor. Or I'm not mm-hmm. working to be that kind of doctor. Or just... just what if, if you're taking medical advice from Nexus at night, fucking shit went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's where I get all my medical advice, though. Uh, Dude, I play Angel Feather. Obviously, doctor, uh, according to the anime. Exactly. I mean, like, what's so? My dad is more concerned about like, uh, you know, social distancing and like staying vigilant about you know not contracting or spreading the virus because he's a Mm -hmm. doctor, right? My mom, who uh, was a nurse for like twenty years and is currently a patient advocate, um, so still in medicine, uh kind of isn't, like, she's kind of devil-may-care about the whole thing. It's not like she's going out, but she's a little like, fuck it, wash, I'll wash my hands. If I get it, I get it. <laughs> and, like, uh, she's, yeah. 
it could be like just like your parents know that they're probably not going to die if they get it. Yeah, I mean, my mom is very healthy. Um, yeah. Like that, with her, I'm a little less worried about her. Um, but but it's, it's just something where like one one doesn't care enough, one cares too much, and what mm -hmm. one, one is more You're physically trying to find that medium. Is, yeah. That that medium my, trademark. What? I currently live with my grandparents, who are like eighty and ninety respectively. So yeah. Oh, you are. You got more to worry about than I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they usually stay home all day, so it's really up to like my <laughs> parents. So. Um, let's see. I. So, as a comedian, it, it, I live in Los Angeles. Mayor, uh, Mayor Eric Garcetti basically grounded us for two weeks. All uh, non-essential businesses are closed. All restaurants um, are for takeout only, so you can't sit down. Coffee shops, get your shit and leave, all that stuff. And every open mic and every show is canceled. I think until at least the end of the month. And it's very weird because I was so used to going to open mics almost every night of the week. And now that's just kind of been Charlie Browned out from under me, and I kind of forgot what you do after work now. Everything was planned around open mics. What do you do? <laughs> I'm just like, I guess I'll just sit at home and play Breath of the Wild, or... I don't know. Something like I'm also helping my mom clean out her attic because she's uh, like she's gonna rent out the space up there, so that's what I've been doing. But like, aside from that, it's just been very odd. Like, I feel naked almost, um, not being able to do comedy, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, and, like. I can't even, like, even with Bad Reading, my other podcast, I can't, mm -hmm. uh, like, my co-host Nick moved to Reno, Nevada about two, three weeks ago, and before he left, he and I recorded a fuck ton of episodes so that I would have time to find another co-host uh, while he was gone, and I found someone immediately, so I recorded one episode with her. And then now I have three weeks off from bad reading because if I go any further into the future, none of nothing's gonna make sense anymore because it'll be like, yeah, man. So I was uh, watching March Madness and uh, you know, and it's May by that point. Obviously, <laughs> March Madness isn't a thing anymore. All the sports got canceled, but no one cares. Uh, <laughs> so I, I just, I am just trying to keep my head above water mentally, and the way I've been doing it, that mm -hmm. is. Uh, my work is still a thing. I work at an eye doctor's office, so, you know, we're still working. They quit using overtime because they cut the patient load in half just for social distancing's sake. And uh, as a result, they also stopped allowing us to use the time clock because get your grubby little paws off it, right? So you now email your uh, time into HR instead of actually putting it into a time clock, which means oh, I have started lying um, and leaving work like an hour early. Um, Go you. It, thanks, I guess. But it, it's <laughs> not your boss listens to this podcast. No. Why would my Why would my boss listen? My boss doesn't even know I'm a comedian, so it's just. Maybe yeah. he knows you're a Vanguard player. Boss is a woman. I hope not. A B. No, she doesn't. Maybe she knows. Me. Okay. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Let's hope so. <laughs> well, it, and it's not like I'm shirking work. It, it's the the thing with my work is it's administrative, so it's based on every uh, all the other people in my department's patient load, and if that's cut, then my time is also cut. If it was a time clock, I would just sit at my computer and look busy. Until time was up. Um, but now I can just be like, I left at the appropriate time. And just leave when I'm done with work. It feels like that this situation 
we're on the precipice of maybe something interesting happening with our society. Um, n- now is when we can get political, I think. But, uh, we yeah, already I feel... <laughs> yeah, I think we've already gone too far down that path a while ago. I just, I, I think it's interesting that, like, we might be... Okay, so in Europe, in the the 14th century, when the Black Plague hit, um, it killed a third of Europe, right? And as a result of that, the peasants you know, the like people who are tied to the land for generations that, you know, have no social mobility now had the power to go to the monarchies of Europe and be like, so you need us and we want to not be treated like dirt anymore. Uh, we would like more rights as people. And I feel like with this, you know, coronavirus thing, it, with how it's kind of brought everything to an ass-grinding halt, uh, it's either going to get very bad or there's some light at the end of the tunnel. Like there's no, it's not going to go back to medium. I don't think. Oh yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is de- a definite possibility that there will have to be some large changes in how just, you know, American society is structured, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this, ep- this pandemic has made it apparently obvious mm-hmm that the safety net for the average individual in the United States is basically nothing. And yeah. that needs to not be the case. And even in places with safety nets, it it's still, like, hit hard. Mm-hmm. And you need those safety nets. Um, and people need to be more empathetic with each other and to reach out to their communities, <laughs> reach out and touch faith. Uh, but... Yeah, reach out and stand been, six feet away from their communities. Yeah, exactly. I it's been a crazy week for me because uh, the the Monday where this like all kind of started happening, it was pouring rain in LA, mm. so it kind of felt like the world was ending. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, the world might still be ending. Who knows? This could actually right. be the rap the beginnings of the rapture. I mean, at least right now, like, honestly, COVID-19 isn't that lethal. Like, nothing compared to the Mm -hmm. demonic plague or anything like that. So far. There was a second wave of the Spanish flu, though, and that went super deadly. Sure. Um, If anything, because this mostly targets older people with, like, more dangerous symptoms. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anything, it's not going to be the young people who... um, who are probably holding most of the jobs who are going to die. Probably just going to be the old people who have already retired and no longer are part of the workforce, or politicians. They still vote, though. Well, there's the, the people who are most at risk are not going to be the wealthy old people. It's going to be the poor old people who are yeah. still And so, like, we, we, we have to care about everybody. We yep. can't... This picking and choosing is incredibly bad, right? So... Mm-hmm. There's no, like priority that's just that's just what i think on it yeah makes sense (sighs) god this has been weird um from all of us here at nexus at night we wish you a happy pandemic i've been calling this a global snow day (laughs) um or a global sick day if only yeah if only it was that. I mean, I, I where's mom yeah. with, with her fucking sleeve of saltines, all right? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, either that or, uh, like, it's, fe- like, not just a global snow day or a global sick day. It's, we're living through a moment in history right now. And we're going to look back on this. In twenty years, be like, Grandpa, what was it like when you were a kid? Or forty years, and then we're just gonna be like, well, all the toilet paper disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no toilet paper or uh, hand sanitizer, but actual bar soap still plenty. 
Really? <laughs> For real? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Wait, did... Well, you see. hand <laughs> uh... sanitizer. Oh my god! There was a story of some idiot in Tennessee who bought oh, like who bought out like a hundred mile yeah. of like bullshit, right? Yeah. And like was trying to sell like one dollar bottles of hand sanitizer on Amazon for like twenty bucks. So yeah. Amazon was like, no, 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 we're not gonna. <laughs> no. And uh, they're like, we're gonna shut you down. You're price, you're obviously price gouging. And then he's like, it's not price gouging. It cost me $10 to ship this stuff. I'm doing everyone a favor trying to get it in the hands of people who can't get it otherwise. And I'm like, you literally bought out an entire region. Yeah. yeah. You and are then didn't get... his stuff get seized by the government afterwards? So, well, so the way it was worded was uh, that he was under investigation by the district attorney in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And then after, after which he donated the stuff. Quote unquote. Well, because he <laughs> couldn't find a buyer for it, right? Yeah, right, right. So and people and boo fucking who that guy. Oh, I know, right? Yeah, I, I know. feel awful for it. Let me tell you. Yeah. The, um... yeah. He's like trying to stand around with a sad face and a family business T-shirt on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not buying that one. Um, this last weekend, I had this girl I was seeing. I'm seeing over, right. And I was, I needed food. So I'm like, let's go to the Ralphs. And I hadn't been grocery shopping since shit had hit the fan. And I was like, I assume they're going to be out of toilet paper. And I go into the aisle where the toilet paper is. There isn't. And before I went into the grocery store, I was, I knew there was going to be no toilet paper. But being in the grocery store with no toilet paper, I was like, oh shit. This is real. And then I walked over with her to, like, the meat part, and I saw two women arguing over a steak. And I had a full-on panic attack in the middle of this Ralph's. <laughs> Just be like, okay, <laughs> two women are literally arguing over a piece of meat. There's no toilet paper, and I'm losing my mind. And, like, it's... I have... I have never felt so emotionally naked in front of someone before, but I was like, okay, five things you can see, four things you can uh, hear, three things, that thing, and just trying to keep my shit together. And I just started, like, picking up stuff, being like, should I buy this? Or And she's like, look, I know it seems crazy right now, but you're not going to ward off starvation by buying the last package of chorizo. You're just not. <laughs> and that made me feel bad. I hope, I hope whoever lost, like, coughs all over the packaging for that meat. Just cause. And then the other thing that's bothering me is uh, about three weeks ago, I agreed to pick up a friend of my mom's from LAX. Um... That was to happen yesterday at the time of this recording. So, uh, I agreed to that three weeks prior. <laughs> and then I had to pick someone up who had just been on a plane from New York, which is like a hot spot for COVID-19. I'm like, oh shit. So, part of me, there's like 2% of me that's like, what if she got contaminated and it wasn't showing symptoms yet. And now I have it. I made sure not to touch her. I disinfected that part of my car after she was in it. But, like, just a little bit of me is freaking the fuck out right now. I I know that feeling. Because, like, leading up to the situation I'm in right now, I was like, okay, I want to be reasonably afraid of this. As in... Take it seriously, you know, keep away from people who who seem sick, wash my hands and all of that, but don't freak out and buy out the grocery stores. And then, like, slowly over time, everyone else started buying out everything, and then my parents started stocking up. And then, you know, right before I took that picture that we put on Twitter, I was just thinking to myself, it'd be nice to stock up on, like, 
you know, pasta and other canned foods that I can keep for a while, just in case. And, you know, just seeing the aisle empty, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to go and panic hoard everything now, aren't I? Man, I went to the grocery store the other day, and I'm like, I guess I'm buying, a, I bought like a, fro- a couple frozen pizzas, a loaf of bread, <laughs> some peanut butter. <laughs> some roast beef, some have, like, chicken, a but already, pizza. But I already have like a freezer, I already have like a freezer full of like portioned out meat. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I guess I'm already prepared for that. <laughs> yeah. So like, go crazy on it. But, you know, I'm in a, like, very, you know, not everyone keeps a lot, a lot, a lot of food around. You know, I think, I think oh, America as a whole, I think America as a whole could probably go on a diet for, like, a month or so. Hey, rude. <laughs> <laughs> but fair. Oh, no. I coughed into the Skype. Everyone disinfect your Skype. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> God. I actually have had a cough the last couple of days, and I'm like, I don't have any other symptoms right now, so it's probably not the virus, but at the same time, God, this is a terrible time to be coming down with my seasonal cough. <laughs> at, the same, at the same time, you're like 24, right? 25. Mm-hmm. Like that, so you're probably like if you have it, you're not gonna have any strong symptoms. Yeah, just, yeah, that's one yeah. of those things where it's just like, I, again, yeah. like because I'm like coughing right now and I've been a little tired recently. I'm like, okay, is this just me norm not getting any sleep like normal, or is this me actually being fucking sick? And like, this is like, okay, but... symptoms doesn't mean you don't have it. Yeah. yeah. If you want to be extra safe, just wear a face mask. And actually, this is kind of like a PSA for people. I know we, we were like, don't listen to this podcast for medical advice. But a face mask is actually like not too effective in protecting you from other people. But it is very effective at protecting other people from you. Yeah. So if you think yeah. you might be sick, wear the face mask. Yeah, because like... I wanted to make some beef stew today, and I did not have any beef stock, and I'm not about to go to Safeway to get into a fist fight over or a cup of beef water, so... <laughs> that makes sense. <sighs> well, God. That's, uh... Go ahead. You can cut this, you can cut this out if it gets a little too messy, political-wise. <laughs> but it's like... I'm very curious how, what all these, what all the anti-vaxxers are thinking about right now. The vaccines cause the virus, obviously. Are they the people who believe the super lab and Wuhan thing? Probably. You know what's funny? Yes, you're about. To... Yeah. Yeah. So that whole conspiracy that is, it's a never a new conspiracy theory. 1918 flu pandemic, uh, in Philadelphia, there was a rumor going around that the flu was a bioweapon released from German U-boats off the coast of the or the eastern seaboard. It's the same shit every time. It's not it's a like, bioweapon. <laughs> as a person who studies, does work in science, and is trying to get a PhD in science, uh, I find it very upsetting that people think you know it's some kind of super lab in china or some from some german u-boat not necessarily because like you know they're like race picking or whatever but in general that's just like a fear and not an ignorance about science you know what i mean because people instantly Mm -hmm. think hey this is because someone messed with something there are these scientists working on something they shouldn't and like as a person working in science that just feels really bad you know what i mean like Turns out, viruses just mutate and evolve over time, like everything else. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, an animal gets displaced from its original habitat, eats something that it wasn't supposed to, and then whatever germs are in this new thing that it eats has to adapt to the new environment of this animal's body, and then we get new super viruses. Well, what a shock. There's a... Like, we don't know for sure, but like... I'm just saying, in general, like, shit happens in nature. (laughs) Like, fuck. In the case of uh, the 1918 flu pandemic, there's a theory that uh, due to gas warfare, and mustard gas especially, which can cause genetic drift, 
that that is what caused the the you know the, that year's flu to be especially uh, potent, and then especially because you have all these people packed into trenches, da 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 da, you know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question for you two, James and Rupier. Um, you both are Asian, and there has been a high amount of racism about this virus. Mm. Have you guys experienced any negative uh, moments? I mean, Rupier lives in San Francisco. No, but... Yeah, I live in San Francisco. Like, I'm kind of insulated from this just because I live in an area with a dense Asian population, so, like, it's not really that big a deal. I pretty much live in a po- in a place where it's like pretty high Asian population, and the school I go to is also pretty high Asian overall. So so it's like I haven't experienced anything, but I know it totally exists. Because for the record, mm-hmm. I'm Taiwanese. My dad was like, "Hey, we're not gonna really go to many Chinese restaurants anymore because chances are Chinese people are gonna go to those restaurants and they probably carry the virus." <laughs> this is coming from a Taiwanese parent. Just saying. <laughs> that's. So weird. <laughs> what the fuck? It's okay. Taiwan, uh, Taiwan, and mainland China have like our beefs. Ah, yeah. pretty sure all of the oh, that particular of... region of the world just hate each other. That's true. No one is more racist to Asians than other Asians. <laughs> that is the yeah. most true thing ever. I mean, in the case of China versus Japan, I sort of get it. No, it's J- all those countries. Like they kind of hate. Yeah. Like, Korea hates Japan, too, and they probably have reasons to hate China. China has invaded several other Asian countries recently, which means they all hate them. Taiwan's pretty cool with everyone, though. They have, like, a love-hate relationship with China, though. Because we're (laughs) Taiwan also loves Japan. The weeb community in Taiwan is fucking amazing. Holy crap. (laughs) Weaves run deep. <laughs> no, no, real, like, people in Taiwan, they, like, love Japanese shit. Yeah. I mean, weebs exist in every country. It's just stubborn old people and politicians. <sighs> My god. Well, Did you guys uh, see the other conspiracy? Sorry. What, what other conspiracy theory? There was this other conspiracy that I heard floating around from, like, Asian news sources. <clears throat> I don't know how accurate it is, considering no English-speaking news sources have talked about it. But it's a conspiracy theory, maybe, that uh, the coronavirus actually started in America. <laughs> so, the logic behind the theory, and I haven't been able to confirm this, I've only seen, like, a few news sources talk about it, um, is that... The reason for this thinking is uh, when looking at different versions of the coronavirus, because it obviously mutates over time, yeah. they saw that in certain countries like uh, in like in China, and this might be a bad translation because my Chinese is not the greatest, but like in China, there's like, you know, um, there's like this generation that belongs to like third generation. Uh, in certain other countries, there's like the fourth and fifth generation. Uh, but only in the United States has all five generations of the virus. And particularly, if you've ever been to a doctor this year, they probably said, hey, you should get your flu shot because the flu is really strong this year. So the conspiracy theory is that the strong flu that we experienced this year was actually a weaker generation of the coronavirus. So eventually, initially originated in the United States in a weaker version. Then eventually someone brought it over to a different country where it eventually mutated into a stronger version. And that's the one infecting everyone now. That's a weird theory. I mean, I don't see any English sources covering it, but I know that some foreign sources kind of said it, but I haven't heard anything about it of late. But it makes a lot more sense than the super lab in Wuhan. Yeah. I mean, the only good news about that theory is that if we've already been exposed to a weaker generation, there's a chance that if we've gotten sick already, we might have some immune immunity to it. But, like, I don't know how true this is or not. Mm-hmm. 
that's, uh, there has been like very about. noticeable blame shifting in the news, <laughs> though. Of course. Well, yeah. Mm. Well, I'm just saying, like, well, while it does make sense, it, it's all it could also just be like that kind of blame shifting that will always happen. I mean, it yeah. could make sense, but I don't have any. I don't know where they're getting all of this evidence from, so I can't. Yeah, that's true. Like, I guess that's something you'd have to follow up on on your own, and I don't think any of us are in the mood for that. I don't know where to begin. I mean, what we could do is end the episode. Oh yeah, we should probably do that at some point. We should yeah, probably we do barely that. talk about Vanguard. <laughs> Nexus at Night, the Coronavirus Podcast. There, I said it. Okay. Uh, no, for real. Uh, we know it's tough out there. Uh, you know, stay strong. Talk to your friends online. Uh, play play video games. This is the time to be fat pieces of shit and stay inside. Yeah. Uh, about people who are uh, more uh, vulnerable about with their, because of their immune system, you know? Yeah. yeah. What about people who are more vulnerable? What about them? Stay home, too. <laughs> well, like, take care of yourself. Be sensitive to people who are in less fortunate situations. You know? Like, if you are otherwise healthy and can last, don't go out to your grocery store and start hoarding supplies. Somebody else probably... There's probably going to be someone who needs it as much, if not more, than you. Please think about other people and... Like... Panic about the virus, but panic to a reasonable degree. I feel like everyone's kind of overreact. Well, the government underreacted, and all of the individual citizens overreacted, which is how we, we're here now. Because the government underreacted. I mean, like, I get, I see where they're getting at. But yes, uh, mm-hmm. just, like, the food isn't going anywhere for the most part. It's mostly just been toilet paper. So, uh, buy a bidet. <laughs> Or get in the shower, and yeah, yeah. fuck it. Uh, I, have a get a lot of... I, have, I have an important question. Yeah, do people like when they use toilet paper to wipe their ass? Do they like really feel clean when they just use toilet paper? I don't think so. Baby no, wipes, man. That's I've gotten into the habit of following up with baby wipes. Yeah. If anything, couldn't you just use a towel and then like throw it in the washing machine? You could do that. Yeah. If you really have to. Oh, I have to, I have to pay reminds... $1.50 every time I do laundry, so no. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah. Have I have to use a laundromat, but everything's closing down due to the shelter-in-place order. I'm just which saying, I think it's a little weird that people think yeah. it's like good enough to just wipe it with a paper towel and be like, yeah, I feel great. I remember seeing this on like a Shower Thoughts on Reddit. Is like, would you ever actually... If you got, like, bird poop on your arm or something, would you ever feel clean just wiping it off with a piece of dry tissue? Right? <laughs> you hell fucking no one. Yeah. But for some reason, we all seem okay wiping our asses like that. Oh my god, I just remembered a funny story out of nowhere. Go it's ahead. not really, it's kind of related, but not really. So, like I said, I was emptying a science lab class. Uh, so we got an email from, like, our, our lab director. Uh, you know, explaining, hey, what's going on with the coronavirus? Because this is still when we're doing in-person classes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, after every lab, we have to disinfect it, wipe it <laughs> on the table, the lab, stuff like that. And then she also sent an email afterwards saying, hey, uh, also keep watch at the gloves. Students are doing weird things with the gloves right now. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, we had to make sure they weren't stealing gloves from labs for use for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> What weird stuff are you talking about? Probably just stealing gloves or putting a bunch of... Yeah, just, like, stuffing a bunch of them into their pockets and leaving with them. Oh. That's not fun. I mean... Yeah. Well, unless you plan on wearing those clothes at all times, it's not going to be that helpful. Unless you're... It's not like you're a doctor who actually needs it to handle a patient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Let's see. Yeah. So all the, all that advice. Um, if I'm just gonna plug this now, 
Bad Reading has uh, an episode that came out today about Spider-Man, and then I also had a second episode come out this week uh, as a bonus. So if you really um, want to want to laugh at me some more uh it, it was about um some shitty fiction that i wrote in college because we didn't have a guest that week so bonus mm-hmm. episode of bad reading for you all to check out guys where can people find you you can find me on twitter at wickham's two g's two z's you can find me at plasma eclipse i might end up uploading pictures of me washing my laundry by hand because my lawn my washing machine doesn't work it's gonna fucking get out uh, the washboard and shit. He's doing it. <laughs> I don't have a washboard. I'm gonna use my bathtub and a sponge. That's one way to do it. Sounds James. Cool. Oh, and uh, if you want to find me, just talk to these guys. Hopefully, I'll still be alive, and hopefully, Angel Feather gets better support. Please don't die. Please, Please don't, don't die. die. If the Angel Feathers get better support. That means Cray will be in a better shape. That means we will be in a better shape. So then I'll probably survive that. Sounds pretty good. Uh, then you can find me at Atlas Novak on Twitter or Instagram, or you can find this podcast at Nexus at Night on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, have a good week, weekend. Guys, you made it through your first week of uh, social distancing for the most part. So Godspeed. Until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier. I'm James. And have a good night, everybody.